The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's good. It's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. We got the man Stefan Nadine in the building, man formerly known as Ringo J. Of course, Super Producer Joel Holt in the back with the GM hat. I got my GM hat. He got his GM hat. He's feeling good now. And then, of course, the pettiest man alive, still out in Indianapolis, P-Kid in the building. We should send him as a correspondent to, like, Bears versus Colts practice. (laughs) Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We got a great show for y'all today. Got to talk about this Bears receiving core. Apparently, uh Chase Claypool is having an amazing camp, which gets me excited. And then on top of that, right, DJ Moore is here. Also got Darnell Mooney, some young guys coming up. Do the Bears have one of the better receiving cores in the NFL? Where is that core going to rake by the end of the season? We're going to get into that. We also got to talk about, I mean, listen, people get knocked out out here. Let's just out here getting knocked out, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, like we got we got fights in Alabama. We got fights on on the White Sox field from Tim Anderson, who's from Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Ain't he from Alabama? Alabama is out here just swinging, dog. Two L's. So we got to talk about a couple of fight nights that we got out here, man. We're going to have a great show. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Let's jump into the content. We ain't got time for nothing else out here, my boy. Hey, listen, let's jump right in. Uh, oh, look at look at Joel. He's got his graphics. He's feeling he's coming in strong with the graphics out here. Y'all seen the graphic game. He different out here. Uh, I'm just trying. I'm trying to live. I mean, let's start here, boys. Um. Chase Claypool is having a heck of a camp, and, and we're, it's good to see some fire coming out of this Bears offense. They were getting very chippy and chirpy with the defense, or the defense was getting very chippy and chirpy with them. Now we're seeing this Bears wide receiving core and offense as a whole starting to kind of fight back in those training camps. We heard that there was a fight Saturday that uh, Ryan Poles actually had to step in and tell guys, all right, let's, let's let cooler heads prevail. Let's calm down out here. How are you feeling about where this wide receiving core will rank by the end of the season? Um, I'm feel, I'm feeling great. Um, honestly, the I feel like the whole thing, especially with this Bears receiving core, um, you you had Darnell Mooney who already had uh, worked with Justin, and then you turn around, you, you finally get DJ Moore. I think the big question and, and concern that we had was uh, uh, Chase Claypool came in last season. Really didn't know much of the playbook. Was trying to work with uh was trying to work with Darnell Mooney, um in the offseason, even going to his house, practically trying uh you know trying to get, trying to get a feel for everything. And now that um you know he's officially ramped up and ready to go, I mean you see now uh, now he's he's starting to make waves around practice. Everybody's saying that he's, that um he's looking really good. And and listen, this is going to cause mat- uh mismatches. All over the field, I yeah. think when it comes down to it, he's gonna be the key cog in everything. Now, the the second question, just to get into that, where does it rank 
Um, I'm I'm just gonna start now. NFC, I'll probably say like Yeah, I think you gotta break it down one of two ways, right? NFC and league as a whole, but in the NFC, where you got them? I'll probably say uh, I mean so because you, you you still into got the mic, into the mic, into the mic. If we're going if we're going, yeah, that's that, my fault. If we're going um if we're going by NFC, I'd probably have to say because there, there's been a lot of turnover. They're 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 in that they're in that top five. Top five in the NFC. They're, okay. They're they're they're. they're, they're right I mean, there. you still got right. You feel they're, because are you confident it's, it's, in it's, Dallas? It's, you got the Eagles. The Eagles receiving course for sure up there. This is the thing. Eagles is up there. Dallas. Um. I'm. I mean, I have. I haven't seen much outside of CD Lamb. Yeah. I mean that that that's more. That's much more of a a, a, a spread the ball around. Minnesota, if you if you want to say quarterback wide receiver, I mean that's just that's just the wide receiver. That's just Justin Jefferson. But what I will say is Jordan Addison might cook this season. And and yeah, he might he might cook. But if if we're gonna talk um, in totality, they're they're definitely they're definitely in that top five. I gotta go. I gotta. I can see him top five. I think I probably have him around five. Kid, what's your thoughts on this core right now? So I'm gonna keep it just NFC North. I'm gonna just say we're number two in the North. Uh, realistically, uh, that I don't that all the way. He said, "I got four teams for you." <laughs> hey, <that's laughs> teams. Hey, I grew that all the way down because you know, ultimately, you, you know, I'm just going by the names that we have on a particular roster. Obviously, we know DJ Moore is a beast. Chase Claypool has been in this like up and down purgatory-ish thing. Like you don't know exactly what you're getting. Some people say it's good value for what we got him for. Some people say it could be one of the worst things we've ever done. So we need to figure that particular part out. Um, Mooney. Didn't really get a whole lot of action last season, so that's a, it's a lot of question marks behind there. And we're going against, you know, we're comparing our receiving core a bunch uh, against other cores. I mean, Justin Jefferson by himself was like, duh, like he's like you're not you're not competing with that right now. Yeah. Um. So it's I'm just going to keep it in the north. Say we have the number two receiving core because I do believe Minnesota has a better receiving core so far, just on paper what we've seen. But I think we have the opportunity to change that narrative throughout the season, and I'm happy know. to see what that looks like. Can I just say something right quick? What up? I you can't say they better if one of the mugs on the receiving core ain't played an actual down. Yeah, that's Justin why. Jeff, that's why Justin I said Jeff I, I don't has know more that, yards than three that's, of our that's receivers. That's why. I don't, that's if, why if, I said if, I don't if, know if if, if he's if better said, yet. If you said QB wide receiver duo, yeah, like, I mean I'm, Justin I'm, Jefferson's I'm the best you. wide receiver, yeah. arguably, possibly in football I, I, right I ain't now. Giving it to somebody who ain't played it down. Yeah. I do think that Jordan Addison is going to have a really good season. I think he's going to have uh, uh welcome to the NFL. Hey, we out here cooking, you know, my rookie year because everybody's worried about what Justin Jefferson is going to do. Um, oh, and I forgot about Seattle too, by the way. Seattle's got a great, great wide receiving core as well. Going, going, uh, you know, talking about the NFC or the, the NFC as repeat, a whole. And I can see that, you know. I, I just I I think that the Bears wide receiving core in the NFC alone I do agree with you I think it can be here's the thing it can be top five right they have the names for it to be and I think it's the thing that you said and it's something that uh, Matty Reflus echoed when because at the end of the day you also have to talk about your tight ends and all that we're talking specifically about the receivers but they're going to create mismatches right you got Robert mm-hmm. Tunyon you've got Cole Komet you've also got Chase Claypool you've got uh, uh, <laughs> you got Darnell Mooney and you got DJ Moore. If I'm going 12 personnel, who you guarding? Somebody's one on one, and that's a lot of big bodies out there. It's a, it's a problem. Yeah, I, it's a good, 
That's one of the top. I mean, based off of we haven't seen them all play yet. We still got to see Justin uh, do his thing with the hopefully he can get the 4,000 yards, all yeah. that type of stuff. But on paper, it's it, this is a balanced group where I think the sum of the parts makes it really good. Like Justin Jefferson is probably ahead of DJ Moore clearly in a sense. But when you have a balanced attack like this, it should be probably a top, maybe a top 10, I would say. Top 10 in the NFC or in the league? In the entire league. I see that's a good tight end too. Now, see, that's that's kind of where the real question to me comes in, right? I can see top five in the NFC. I can see them finishing with the fourth or fifth best in the NFC. Where do we see them in the league? In the league, I kind of agree with Joel. I think that this team can be a top 10 receiving core in the in the entire league, but it, there's so much dependent on Justin for that, right? Like, you know, all of it. He's got to get the ball to him. But it's just one of those things where the receivers – don't be surprised to me if Chase Claypool has a Chase Claypool rookie year season, which was, you know, is, is that something crazy to say? Oh, my God, he had 869 yards. No, it's not crazy. But for your number two to have 869 yards and possibly six to eight touchdowns, no, that is crazy. That's your number two guy. Wow. What's DJ Moore doing? I don't think there's going to be a scenario where you, you're sitting there, you know, we're having the Julio Jones conversation about, you know, why he got 9,000 yards and he can't get two touchdowns out of it. Um, I think that you're going to see a lot of production from your number one. And the fact that your number two guy, whether that's Mooney or Claypool, just has the ability to say, like with Claypool, I'm just, I'm large and I'm coming across the middle. Pause. Hey, shout out to him. <laughs> I mean, hey, shout out to him. <laughs> hey, hey, sometimes you got to be large and come across the middle, man. Am I wrong hey, here? Hey, about hey, that? It was like a double <laughs> double right there. He hit it. He he hit that one hard. I was like, that's another <laughs> I was trying to get But nah, I'm just. I I, I really believe that there's an opportunity here for the Bears to have a top 10 wide receiving core because of how many mismatches are going to be created. Oh, by the way, you also are now going to be in, in my belief, better passing positions because you've had a Yannick Ngakwe, which means teams are going to be starting kicking the ball, uh, punting the ball away from further back. I also think that you're going to be in a better position still with the running game because this run off the, the run blocking on this team was already phenomenal. So you're adding all those things in. There's just, mm -hmm. to me, there's too many mismatches for teams to guard on a play-in, play-out basis. Ooh, you I, know, Don Bird brought a, a good point in, in, uh, in Keel, Nikhil Harry. Like, I would be interested to see if he is actually healthy, but all of them somehow get some work in the reps because, you know, the problem is, like, Claypool, people keep are harping on this guy. He didn't get a chance to have a full offseason with this, this offense. And so hopefully we can see these guys really install the offense based off what they expect him to do yeah. based off of like the week seven Patriots type of game. If he's going to play like that, then we might be able to spread the ball around. But if they you're used to what they had him doing weeks one through three or four, well, that's a pedestrian offense. Well, I think I think the thing is, too, right, like even with in Kill Harry, the part that was like he wasn't bad. He just right like the Patriots basically said in, in the year that they had him. Um, I know he ended up being hurt, right? The, the last year with his Patriots, he he ended up being hurt. Well, they had a harder. He came yeah. here and he was hurt. But they had a harder system. He couldn't master the system because he was a first round pick for them. And then, but he spent most of his time injured, though. 
I don't. I, I think it was a comp. First of all, a lot of Ooh, receivers don't pan out well. Yeah, no, Nikhil Harry. A lot of those receivers receiver don't pan out well. Not for everybody. Nikhil, yeah, you can't. You, yeah, being being a receiver getting drafted there, you better be the smartest receiver in the draft. We seen talent go there and be like, nah, this ain't for me. But um, to me, even right when he got to Chicago, I said the main reason I wanted to see Chase Claypool here, why I didn't want to see him on the pup list, why I didn't want to see you know any issues pop because. We saw how Justin Fields was with dudes that wasn't with him in training camp. You're not getting the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing you the ball. I don't trust you. Nikhil Harry wasn't there. And so Justin was just like, I don't trust you. Like, I'm not I'm not throwing you that job. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, absolutely. I, but I think now when, when, you, when you talk about the whole NFL, I just want to touch on the AFC real quick because we're talking about these skill groups. So, I mean, even in the AFC, though, like, um, at, at the top of it, uh, skill group wise, you would say Ty, Tyree Jalen. Yeah, you probably go Dolphins is the best. Tyree Jalen, you, you still got to worry about the Chiefs. Yeah, but it's more like we have uh, a sum of the parts versus individual. No, nah, but that, but that's not, but even, even their thing is not a, not a individual. What I'm saying is Tyreek. But then who else is, is a drop-off after Tyreek? Nah, Jalen Waddle. Nah, nah, J- nah, Jalen Waddle's a dog. <laughs> Jalen Waddle's a dog. I stand, <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's a, a drop-off after Tyreek. <laughs> My point is that it's like two. It's one, two. We might have a potential of like at least four, and we're not even counting the tight ends. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but see, that's what I was getting to. You got, you got Jalen Waddle, Tyreek. Baltimore's got to be adding in that conversation. OBJ, yeah. Mark Andrews. Chiefs got to be added into that conversation because, I mean. Who, but they're like a, some of the do parts. Do we got to add Baltimore great. in, though? Because I feel like now you're having a conversation of quarterback to wide receiver duo. No, we don't add Baltimore Because it's just, it's just OBJ. Hey, hey, listen, listen. And it's OBJ off of hearing that he literally on. only has one knee. So we, we – we literally just don't sleep on Mike Andrews. Like, he's not. No, I mean, that's a great tight end, but that's Steph's not a Steph's mic is, like, really low. Who? Steph's mic is really low. Well, keep on talking. Yeah, keep so, yeah, talking. so, um, yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say we're just gonna sleep on Mike Andrews. Like, I mean, he's part of that. I mean, if we're, if we're, I'm just, I'm just saying, because are, are we adding the tight end? Are we adding the tight end? Well, I was speaking specifically no? on the wide receiver room. But I mean, receiving. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, like well, the wide receiver if, room. If, if why are we so big we're on chase? Based off the wide receiver room, then you nothing, said what? No, we can't add them in. I said even on the wide receiver room, and I know this is going to run contrary to what I've said in like our group chat about fantasy football and stuff like that. So I'm taking a swing on this one. But like, why are we so high on Chase Claypool? Like Chase Claypool has realistically had really one good season. Outside because of that, he scored two touchdowns in the last two years. Hey, hey, because, look, you don't talk about much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, you're not you defending Chase Claypool. No, no, not Chase Claypool. <laughs> no, I, I think I think the reason I'm high on Chase Claypool is because the one season he had that was good, uh, one, he was the number two, and two, he had a quarterback that still had an arm. <laughs> Year two, Ben Roethlisberger was throwing ducks. Right. Year three was Kenny Pickett, who wasn't good. Right, you know, like, you know the last name. <laughs> I mean, realistically, right, and and you saw the Steelers turn their attention to George Pickens, rightfully so. Yeah, you know what I mean. You saw the Steelers turn their attention to okay, our number one is never going to be Chase Claypool. It's going to be George Pickens. 
we don't need this guy here. So for me, I'm going off of the fact that, or or off of the belief, I guess, that I think Justin's going to have a good season. I think that Justin's going to take a step in the right direction. I think the connection between Justin and DJ Moore is the one that's going to be the most prevalent. But that just means Chase Claypool is going to have a ton of opportunity in the middle of the field it, open. Hopefully they do this right and they create – it's going to be, you know, a thousand – it shouldn't be that DJ Moore takes up so much of the offense. He's able to they have these fields, hopefully gets these check downs and these, and these security blankets Yeah. so that it's going to be, you know, maybe 1,200 for DJ Moore – it might be, uh, you know, 800 for like for Claypool to get 800 because we also got Mooney like someone someone's not going to eat the running somewhere. Someone's not going to be able to eat yeah. like either the mm-hmm. tight end or the running back. But for all these guys to do something because they got to they have to basically show why they traded for Claypool. It's going to suck to give up that second round pick that we got for him. But he should at least be a complimentary it ain't, it ain't gonna suck if it's eight sixty nine and, That's what I'm and, and and like I'm I'm like if we being honest, his rookie year in the modern NFL isn't great, yeah. right? Like what he did his rookie year and and with he seventeen games now, it's not it's not a great season. He showed not? He had nine touchdowns his rookie season. 800 that that's what makes it great but that's he, what i'm saying though was, but like when you look at the yardage 869 yards is what that's not but he played off of 50 uh yards a game wasn't yeah. antonio brown six yards a game something like that antonio, a, antonio brown ab was, was still there so yeah. that's that's what he probably will get again because we got dj moore and to get nine tuts with uh ab still there is is a is a good is a great season i don't care what nobody that's, 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 that's what i'm saying though. that's what i'm saying no, but that's what I'm saying because guess what? Every defense went into every game and literally was like, oh, Antonio Brown's here. We got to double team this dude. We got to play him over the middle. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure we got safety help over the top. Antonio Brown still dominated, but he was just – Antonio Brown's – he's a nut job, but he's a great football player. Like, it, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like he was an amazing mm-hmm. football player. He's just a little insane. But <laughs> outside of all of that, right, like to me, when I look at a guy like Chase Claypool, he is that perfect number two. You want him to be the number one. Because of the size and everything that goes with it. But to me, seeing Chase Claypool come across the middle is lethal in this Bears offense. And the part that a lot of people forget about is if you get him in stride, he's not slow. He's really, really fast. Like we, at at a minimum, the Bears probably have one of the fastest wide receiving cores in the NFL. Between Mooney, now you got to add Bayless and Tyler Scott in there. They're all fast. That's saying a lot. Hold on. Hold up. <laughs> no, the Bears probably have one of the fastest wide receiving cores in, in football. I mean, yeah, ba- Bayless, do. Tyler Scott are both sub four three guys, I believe. Yeah. yeah. DJ, DJ Moore is a sub four three guy. Chase Claypool, I believe, is just under four four. Um don't matter like, how fast you are if you ain't got the hands. Like you got you got a lot of speed. Now it's up to Justin Fields to get the ball to him at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And I think um and I think. The one thing that yeah, I thought so. Claypool was a four-four guy coming into coming from college. Shout out Jay Crit, Jay Crit in the chat. Hey, hey, I feel like we ain't heard Crit. from Crit in a okay. minute, man. What's up, Crit? Hey, Crit be watching. He just be working. Hey, Kid, don't, Crit don't talk to us no more. The, he Crit talked to us when the Bulls was good. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey Crit's like Unc right hey, now. Hey, no, nah, the one thing, the one thing I always give daily. The one thing I always give Crit credit on was Crit sent me. Uh, I still got the glasses to this day. He sent me the uh, uh, when the Bears lost in the playoffs. He sent me a, a what is it? What is it? The collector's case of Crown Royal. 
that come with the glasses and all of that. <laughs> he said, you're going to need alcohol to talk about this team, my boy. I said, hey, dog. <laughs> you're not lying, bro. We drank that bottle that night. Anyway, but uh, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just, I feel like this receiving core, if this Bears wide receiving core is top 10 in the NFL, we're having a very different conversation about where this team's going to go at the end of the season than an eight-win, nine-win team to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the one thing that people aren't taking into account, because every everybody's talking about, oh, yeah, well, they, they may have to drive the field, this, that, and the third. When they get into the red zone. Size. <laughs> Just like, straight size. What 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 are you what are you going <laughs> yes, to do? Yes, it does. <laughs> because you got you got Claypool, you got Komet, and then it's like, yo, DJ DJ Moore can route you up anytime he wants. Yeah. So so it's just like they they literally have a plethora of things um, that that they can be able to go to in the red zone. Oh, by the way, yeah, number one rushing attack in the league. Last year. Yeah, it, it comes down it comes down to one thing and one thing only, right? Like at the end of the day, this season is going to be all about Justin Fields making plays. Oh, Ryan Poles has taken every excuse away from Justin Fields. He has taken every excuse away from what Justin is is could fall back on going into next season and say this didn't work. Now. The offensive line is yet to be seen. We'll see what that ends up being. But I can't sit here and say Justin don't got weapons like we did last season. I can't sit here and say that Justin Fields uh, in a pinch doesn't have guys he can get the ball to. I can't sit here and tell you that the offensive line is worse this season than it is last season. Mm -hmm. I can't sit here and tell you that the defense is going to give games away like they did last season. Church say man. Let's church say amen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, we'll see what the O-line ends up being. But and, and I know because of the injury issues and stuff like that that we're seeing right now, Nate Davis is making me nervous as heck. I'm not going to lie to you. $30 million, this man ain't been on the field in pads yet. But, yeah, man, like, I, I, I can't the, find, what's the report I can't find on, an excuse. What's yeah. the report on um, Jenkins? Tevin was back. Tevin came back at uh, Tevin came back during um, uh, uh, Family Fest the other day, so he's he was uh, back out there. Um, good to hear, good to see. He's as far as we know, you know, still going forward. Um, but we lost a couple of other guys to the yeah. injury in that. Right, Dylan Cole, I believe, went down. Um, I'm trying to think who else who else ended up going down in that. Tremaine Edmonds was out for his third straight pack practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's there's still there's still you know injuries mounting, but that's what happens early on. Nothing is serious. Um, Nagy or Nagy, good lord, Fluce. Oh, oh whoa, oh, whoa, oh, okay. oh yeah. I got, I got I get my get, get somebody my call Jose up. Ramirez. <laughs> Fluce basically said that um, you know the team has to. At this point, and this is the only reason that I'm a little bit concerned now with the guys like Nate Davis, with the guys like, you know, Tremaine Edmonds and on the back end of that defense missing time. Flu said, now you're missing time to build continuity. Because <laughs> Shea putting some – she's going to put some money down talking about the Tevin won't go five games in a row. <laughs> Tevin won't go five games. I mean, I I, I, I wouldn't I take like, that bet. Hey, listen, I'm not going to bet against him. He's I'm going to be honest with you. He's one of those players where – 
as it, I, he's not Chris Williams, mm-hmm. but very similar to how with Chris Williams, you could see nothing but talent. But you just you always wondered whether he was going to be healthy. And even Tevin has talked about how um, he's come into when he's in the offseason, when he's doing certain things, he thinks about, you know, is my back going to be okay after this? Am I going to be okay after I play? Am I going to be sore after this? So he said, he said, it's just something he's going to have to deal with for the rest of his life, which is true. You know what I mean? It, 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 unfortunately, it is what it is where we are right now. That sounds but, like the, uh, the phrases of somebody that's going to retire early. That's what that sounds like. Listen, just have one of them, uh, one of those, uh, what, what's them seasons where like they have a Hall of Fame season and you got to argue for them for the Hall of Fame. You have one of those and, and you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Peyton Hillis got the Madden covering. Peyton Hillis was that was a whole different situation. That man was a fullback that they literally was just like, hey man, yeah, you, you go on in there and uh just be a running back all the sudden. Mike Allstott Jr. But he also got the Matt Mike Allstott Jr. That's a good one. He Peyton Hillis got the Madden cover because the fans was allowed to vote. Oh, and yeah, the fans was like, right. we might yeah, as well vote did, Peyton Hillis for like three years. I think should Rick, never uh, let the fans vote. That's the worst Sherm, thing in the world. <laughs> never let the fans vote. I think oh, that's, that's what's wrong with basketball like, now. The fan vote for all stars is like ridiculous. Never let the fans vote. It's yeah, the worst nah. thing ever. The fan votes are gross. Yeah, because I think Sherm got it one year. He was by himself, and he was like, "No, I, I ain't on the cover unless the whole, uh, the whole Legion of Boom on the cover." I, I think that's what he said. And then they winded up. Uh, Changing the cover like last minute. Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was a terrible. But hey, man, appreciate y'all for for tuning in, Rocket. We just hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We're gonna keep this thing moving right yes, along, sir. man, because uh there's people getting knocked out out here, dog. Like, what's going on, fam? What's that up? had to be one of the cleanest overhands I've seen in a very, very long hey, time, bro. Bro, bro first clean off, clean overhand. Off. Hit that man clean. First Ooh, off, no, nah, not not no. not the overhand, bro. He coming, he coming with the side hand to the chin. If you're wondering what we're talking about here, Tim Anderson goes night night. You ready to go night night? You ready to go night night? And it wasn't just a knockdown. That man couldn't stand up. Bro, here's the tough part about wobbling. it. Right? Wobble here's wobble the wobble toughest wobble. part about it, bro. Hit that like button. <laughs> Not the picture. <laughs> Dog, the toughest part about the whole situation was the fact that Tim looked like he knew how to box. <laughs> but see, Tim looked like see, the funny nah, thing is, I still nah. think he can fight. He just I got, think he, he can fight, he bro. But he threw. Bro, what wow. I'm talking about, he threw two of them things, missed completely, and then my man's turning around. Jose Ramirez out here swinging for the fences. He got one, and Tim Anderson, down goes Anderson. Did y'all hear the radio call that they did on this man for Cleveland? Nah, nah, bro, they literally did the down goes Anderson. <laughs> down goes Anderson, dog. Oh, Lord. I, like, I it's, it's ugly out here, bro. But I, I, I think that was my issue with it, right, because – you call me and you're like, did you I'm like, no. And then the first thing once you replay that, I'm like, bro, you took the gloves off first. Bro, took the gloves off. You took the gloves off. I still so, don't so, know. So I mean that like and and to Ramirez he said it. He was like, yo, he's he's been disrespecting the game for a minute. I've been waiting to do that. Like, so it's so it this and was, see, that's the this was low-key bound oh, that to happen. Cause he didn't. And, he really didn't get tagged that hard. I don't even know what that. No, was. he was wobbly. He, he got him. Right, he got tagged. He got. He probably got tagged. How was that a hard tag? He was wobbly. 
Bro, he got tagged. And the worst part about all of it is to me, right? Like at the end of the no, day. No, I'm talking about like Ramirez said he got tagged hard. Oh, yeah. Ramirez oh. just. Ramirez the reason why playing, he hit bro. him is like ridiculous. Hey, that's a like, strong oh, forearm right there, though, man. <laughs> bro, he hit him with the side. He hit him with. Look at this here. Look at it. Hold on. Let's, let's get the. <laughs> Let's get the zoom in on this here. See, you gotta to break, you gotta break the game down here like this. See, see, right here. <laughs> you see, this is the pro. This is side hand. You know what I'm saying right here. This is side hand right extension. here. That is full. His Tim full problem, extension. right? This is the only shot Tim got in. This is a good shot, but he went Earl Spence on it. He gives up the face here. <laughs> You gotta go and you gotta keep the face up, bro. Go around You gotta keep the face up. You can't fight like this in the beginning. And then you end up here. What's this arm doing down he here, bro? He, he didn't. He didn't keep his defense up. And first off, bro, my man's coming in. Who is? Who is in the background here? Oh, that's a that's Kopech. He's Kopech. supposed to be pitching. You keep your arm together. How about you get your arms right just for the nah, game, brother? Nah. Because <laughs> first off, my my issue is when 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 I seen the clip in full on Twitter, the White Sox are done. Kopech was We're done, like, bro. No, bro. Literally, Kopech was just like, "Oh, they boxing. We we let this happen. Oh, uh, oh, they swinging." Here's the worst <laughs> part about all of this: is Tim Anderson's the dude that hits the home run in the Hall of Fame, or not the Hall of Fame game, the Field, Field of Dreams, Dreams game, right? That's probably the moment that he would have been known for as a White Sox. Rest of his career, no matter where he goes, right? You have that highlight to go to. You know what he's known for now? <laughs> This wide shot, sorry. This, <laughs> this. Bro, I'm you want to know how right I know? Now. Robin Ventura was a better player than Tim Anderson probably will ever be, and all non-baseball fans know him for is getting beat up by Nolan Ryan after charging him out. <laughs> this is your legacy now. He got to win two World Series and win an MVP in that World Series to make you know people what? forget this. He got to own it. That's that's what it is. He just got to own it. Oh, he has to no. he has to get on a post. No, he has no. to either make a post or go have a, like a, a post game uh, comment. He was like, you know what? He got me. He got me good. Like we we gotta we gotta have that. We gotta score it one more time. Like he just got to own the fact that he just caught him with a clean one. Cause like it just happens. Like I ain't saying that it's this is probably the most embarrassing fight I've ever seen. But like it happens though. Like he got caught. I don't think he's a, a, a scrub by any means. But he got hit with an overhand that he wasn't expecting. Like, did you expect Ramirez to throw that overhand? Uh, no. Anytime you're in a he would have caught me with that overhand. overhand. I ain't going to lie bro. to you. The way, the, the way no, it looked, see, the this... way he looked like he was diving, I wouldn't have thought he was going to throw nah, overhand. Nah, but see, this the problem. You first. can't be here, bro. You can't be at no point in the fight. Like, look, real talk, real talk. You fighting somebody. Have you ever thought, I'm going to stand straight up and hit you in your ribs? No, I've I'm never he stood... actually tried to hit him in the face. Bro, bro, I've never stood straight up to take a body shot. Hey, <laughs> 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 dog. Hey, look at this. Look at this. You can see just the tip of the nose about to get clipped right here, dog. You know what I mean? And the head ain't moving quick enough for me. Tim got to have better head movement on that. Jose Ramirez, as bad as the punch is, he had good head movement while he was down there, bro. Tim was trying to hit him. And, and Jose was just ducking and dodging, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, like, come I got, on. I got to say this, though. Ramirez is a, is, is a skilled fighter because he was held back by three people and still knocked that man out. Hey, bro. That's, that's I think I think Kopech assisted the knockout, too, because I think right before this, he's pulling him on the other skilled, side. Yeah, he just, so he ended up but, pulling but him into it. 
But you can tell my my only beef is you can tell that neither <laughs> one of them really cared. They were just like, oh, oh, that they, 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 they really finna fight. It, it, it Shout out to Chris Raquel. He said Tip was swinging where Ramirez was, but not where he went. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They was like, oh well, the, the the fight about to happen. They actually finna do this, and, and like, you can see the ump. We was talking about the ump before we started. Bro, the, the ump got out the way, bro. bro. The ump is. Like, the, hey. I wish we had the video, dog, because the ump is the most clutch person <laughs> yeah. in all of that. Because he literally was like, "Y'all not about to catch me in the middle of this. Y'all do what y'all got to do. Y'all want to fight." Go ahead and fight, bro. And the best part about baseball is, right, like, they probably going to run this back. Oh, for sure. He, Tim's going to be a White Sox for by sure. next year, probably. Because mm -hmm. I think his value's at an all-time low right now. He's going to be on this team. And so you, that means you that you're going right. to see this man four times a year. You might be right. I'm you're sorry, right. 16 they, times a year. I'm tweaking. This is again. baseball. 16 times a year. But yeah, they're doing it again for sure. You're going to run that back. We got to get a part two on this, bro. You can't just hold that fade. Oh bro. no, where's my FX? You better get him back. No, Uncle. Uh, Uncle, you better, you better get him back. That's exactly what we need on this. Dang, where's that? Are they really the don't don't they play again before the season is over? Uh yeah, they got they got another series, I believe. So do you fight immediately? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. First play. First play. Oh, yeah. The season's over for the White Sox anyway, right? It don't matter. It literally don't matter for the White Sox. What's the suspensions like in uh, MLB? He got six games. T.A. got six games. Yeah, T.A. got six. I think Ramirez got four or two. Four or two, something like that. He got he, they, Neither of them got crazy amounts. But it's just like... So what's the risk of fighting again? And like, like oh, how next does time, it escalate? If, if they fight next time, it'll be it'll probably be twenty games, something like that. Like they'll go they'll go way harder because they'll be like, okay, you was you was thinking about this, but I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. And you got to, bro. Is it twenty without pay? Yeah, that's a suspension. You don't yeah. get paid for a suspension. Yeah, no, that's they, a lot of they, money in baseball. They're gonna, too. they're gonna run the fade. They're gonna <laughs> oh, run yeah, the that's what I'm thinking. It's twenty sure. games without pay. Hey. Worth worth it. Worth hey. is my pro well, my pride. Jose got it. three. Shout out to the chat saying Jose got three. Like, okay. Hey, li listen. And you getting a fine on top of that too, probably with the twenty. Like, yeah, nah, bro, you can't. How young is Tim Anderson? Uh, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Oh no, he got to run the fade again. Go ahead, and take that suspension. No, though. no. Oh no, you no, definitely no, got to run the fade again. again. No, they're, they're going to run the fade again because it's baseball. So yeah, like 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 you know who's notorious for that though? Y'all see LP? Oh, Yasiel Puig, yeah. The second I see you again, okay. we running it. Like, I, like, here's the thing. I respect it, though, because it's like, nah, bro, we not finna pretend like we finna play a baseball game. First play of the game, I'm on you, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm tagging yeah. you hard. You coming in the second foul. I'm hey, I'm watching, I'm watching baseball from now on. I'm watching every game Tim is in leading up to this. <laughs> to build up. This no, is his building origin story right here. Y'all don't understand. Watch, uh, this is him. gotta watch the Cleveland one. Very interesting, too. Literally just dropping this news here. Jesse Rogers on ESPN said, according to Jesse Rogers, uh, Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson is disconnected from the team and actually has moved his locker to the corner from the start of the season. So I think that this is a situation now where you're heading towards some kind of breakup. I just don't know how it's going to happen. He's probably going to be here because there's no way that you can move him for anything. I don't know, man. It'll be, but it's also here's the here's the tough part too, right? Tim having a tough year. First off, I also heard that uh, somebody just reported this earlier today that Yasmani Grandal slapped him up because 
Uh, he called them out for trying that. to leave uh, early for the All-Star game. Like, Tim just getting slapped up all season. Right, Tim having a tough time out here, dog. So, Tim having a tough time. And he had to, he, <laughs> you know what I mean? He had, I, to, he had to, the whole situation with the, with the, uh, uh, where he just had another baby and, and had to go through all of that. Like, I feel like there's yeah. a lot of mental things on Tim's shoulder. Yeah. Now, what, what you got that on the screen for right now? What are you doing, What are you doing, Joe? <laughs> I feel like Tim is going through a lot of things mentally and it's all coming together at one moment. Not and that moment was lot. right here. That's tough. Right? That moment, <laughs> that moment, that I mean, moment right. was here. The clubhouse. <laughs> right in here. I mean, well, right. uh, I, I think Stupid. I think they said uh, y'all lucky we ain't set up the touchscreen feature on this shit. Now <laughs> I can like do a play by play breakdown on this. Yeah, run of the screen. Oh go god. He's gonna go here. First he was here, and then you gotta keep the hands low. <laughs> Actually, we do got some video breakdown that we can do, don't we? Because I think that we do have the video because that's not the only wild thing to happen to somebody Wait, in Alabama. Hold on, hold on. We got we gotta confirm. Is TA from Alabama or not? I think TA's from Alabama. I think TA grew up in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, because Alabama's taking some tough times out here. Oh, here's the video. Hold up. Here oh, we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here, Here we, we go. go. In the background. So an entire brawl breaks out in Alabama. And I'm not going to lie to you. Here is the funniest part. If y'all not watching, if you're listening to the podcast, we got the video on the background, right? Guy comes in. He's taking swings at the security guard over moving a boat, bro. Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> that makes sense. Hey, throw the hat. It didn't feel like Montgomery. Now, here's the question. When the hat was thrown, did that feel like just caught a body about a week ago? And here comes, oh, the, yeah, here comes that, the whole fan. Like, I, I like this part here. And this is the part. Can you, do you got, do we got uh, Aquaman up in this job? I, I got, I couldn't get it in we time. We couldn't get Aquaman. Literally, everybody coming from everywhere to defend this security guard. We got all out pandemonium out here, bro. We got all-out pandemonium out here. Security guard trying to get out of there, dog. Would y'all have jumped in on this if you saw this from afar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what, yeah. though? In that type yeah. of situation, probably. You know what? Yeah, because I'm I'm tired. Let, let me tell you what I'm, for I'm, a second. I'm glad about. Everybody usually, when, when something like that happens, y'all just want to pull your phones pull out Pull the phone record. out, bro, and just watch my man get jumped. They they actually jumped in, but I'm I'm gonna tell you this though, because first first off, shout out to Black Aquaman. Um, I gotta give y'all that too. This man this man swam. Hey bro, this man swam and gave my man a full blown Giranagi. Hey, bro, bro, not only that, let me tell let me tell y'all what this remind me of, it. and people in the chat they they gonna like this. Back 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 in the day, I want to say like oh uh oh four oh five oh six. You're not that old. So, so, Sur survive survivor series survivor series because they switched it up <laughs> raw would invade smackdown and, and oh you, and yeah you knew, you knew stone cold was coming through with the child everybody was gonna have a full out bra and that's that's literally what happened you had my man give a full-blown you're nagi it was somebody it was somebody else where did with, the chair gave, come gave, from? Gave three chair shots hey bro chair, chair shots, shots was flying during this bro none where of it chair come from absolutely none of it bro where did he get like, the so, chair like so from? Low when he came when he came to smackdown y'all know the clip i'm talking about came <laughs> came out the car 
goes goes straight down to the ring. Oh, we just start everybody. <laughs> Stone Cold Stunner in a chair. Every, everybody getting one. It, it didn't matter. So I mean, hey, I was just glad out, everybody stepped up and, and didn't put a phone out just to record. Shout out Steve O saying all we needed was Jim Ross. He's got oh, the oh, chair. Oh, real. He's Don't got the chair. chair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all hey, know what I'm talking about, dog. Hey, there was nothing. Here's here's the thing. Just a couple questions, and then I want to get into two. The top 10 names that Black Aquaman has been named, bro. We got a list. We got a list, boys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But first things first, is the hat throw the new signal for I'm going to need some backup? No, that wasn't it. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because look, because look, when no, they get he in. threw it off like, okay, it's it's on. Right he, threw it, he threw it off no. on the strike. But like, are we turning right that there. into the signal for, hey, hey this might get up. That's the new signal for F this job. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what that was. That wasn't the hey, signal. That hey, was like, I don't want to get punched in the head. Go down, down. Like, that's what that was for me. Hey, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, because did you notice the fight didn't really start to the hat got thrown? <laughs> yeah, he was like, that's it. I'm, I've had it. Hey, the hat meant hey, war. That's what that took meant. A shot hey, for throw, took a shot for throwing the hat. And with a stronger chin than Tim Anderson, first off, that needed to be pointed out. Uh, <laughs> My favorite thing about it, though, with all of this is, and the part that we don't have on here, is the young man that you were talking about that swam across, 16-year-old young man, swims across. Oh, he was 16? Is this a river? Is this a creek? Yeah. He was in the, they're probably the big, of a river. What is it? Yeah, I mean, like, whatever it is. It was one of those steamboats. Dog. Full jeans. Y'all know how hard it is to swim in jeans? You know how hard it is to climb out with all that stuff wet? Climbs out, soaking wet, pulls himself up. Upper body strength is crazy on this young man right now. Literally just rings himself out and then gets in on the action. So we got some of the best names that he is being nicknamed out here. And we got to decide which one realistically is the best one. I got it in the notes. I got it in the notes. Y'all not in the computer, dog. Y'all not in the computer, dog. Y'all got it in the notes. Number 10 is Black Aquaman or Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman Aquaman is hilarious. Aquaman is cold. He was swimming fast, too. Number nine, J.J. Fish. Nah. Nah. J.J. Fish. J.J. Fish. Number eight, Michael B. Phelps. (laughs) <laughs> yes i like hey, that that's kind of hey, michael hey, b phelps yeah, yeah. <laughs> number seven captain hook no michael b phelps is, is <laughs> winning nah, right now. Your, nah, nah. number six we should have a survey and this is this is my favorite one catfish cuz <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny <laughs> hey yo, number five, Kofi Kingfish. Because <laughs> of the year But but this the thing, it was clean. It was perfect oh. technique. It was clean. He grabbed him, grabs him, lifts him. Boom! Like, it, 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 it was clean though. Kofi it was clean. Kingfish you can t- hey, and catfish cuz are two of my favorite. I like Michael B. Phelps. Uh, <laughs> Michael B. Now, now, Michael B. Phelps' partner was Ryan uh, uh, Lochte. Yeah. Number four, Tyrone Lochte. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I feel yeah. like y'all just threw a black name and put Lochte on it. Right. <laughs> 
You Number so three, 21 tilapia. No. Where's my horn at? Number two, little Namor. Little Namor is little Namor, bro. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like that's a good one in there. Swimming, I'm swimming, I'm running, I'm rolling, (laughs) (laughs) swishing, I'm splashing, I'm rolling, I'm swimming. Hey yo, hey, Hey, do we got a drum roll? We ain't got a drum roll or nothing. Actually, do Do we got a drum roll here for the number one name being voted uh, on what to call this young hero as he's being dubbed (laughs) on Twitter? Shaquille O'Gill. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. I like Aquaman the best. Yo. I think that's the best one. But that's a good one. I don't know how Aquaman got so low. Aquaman is the best. I think Lil Namor. Hey, Lil Namor is great. I'm Michael not gonna lie Phelps. to you. Michael B. Phelps is a great one to me. Too. His, this is the Kobe thing. Kobe this is what I. Hey, this is what I've dubbed these names, right? Because this is like a top ten in the NBA all time. Because they all great. They're all great. But there's some that are greater than others. And we can have that debate. But, man, hey, Shaquille O'Gills took me out, bro. I cried laughing at that one. That one? (laughs) Shaquille O'Gills. That one and Catfish Cuz is two of my favorite. Oh, my God. Catfish Cuz was wild, bro. Catfish Cuz was wild. Nah, man, that was... That bro, like it's just crazy to think that like basically my man doing his job and you could try and beat this man, bro. And, and like, what are we doing out here, dog? It, like, it's wild. Do y'all realize I, that 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 the rest of the people that got into that brawl had to, was on a low a, a boat that was about to dock, so they had to wait to dock to get off. That mean you know how angry you gotta be to keep that going. Hey, bro, because it kind of dissipated. And it was like, oh no, y'all thought y'all about to get away? Y'all about to y'all about to go on your little boat? Uh, uh-uh, uh, bring that boat here. Hey, they buddy, did try to run away and jump on the boat. The they did try to run away and jump on the boat, and then they ran over like, nah, where you going, dog? Nah, we got your anchor right here, cuz. Nemo <laughs> Negro on that That's boat like hilarious. it was sweet Why? too. Yo. I'm watching it. I'm watching it right now. They was on that boat like it was I'm, sweet. I'm he was trying to get away. Man, I'm I'm actually glad. For once, that they didn't pull out that phone to record. I'm actually glad that they, that they jumped in. But, bro, that's like. I think the moral of the story here is keep your left hand up so that uh, <laughs> you can't get punched in the chin. And oh, oh, because oh, at yeah. the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Hey, who had. Here's the real thing. Who had the worst weekend? All these oh, mugs. Man, you know what this is? The lady that got hit with the chair. Oh, that's true. The lady that got hit with who, the chair. Who had the worst weekend? Dude, dude Tim Anderson. TA. The dude that got urinagied or the guy. The, am, the am, chair is legendary. Uh, folding chair sales. There's a trajectory here, man. You got to understand. Bro, this, and for the people, this is chat. where you wrap around. This is the way you find. And this is where you find out. And somewhere in the middle is where they found themselves right there, right? <laughs> so they after around and found out. And that's how you get this whole little brawl right here. So guess what, Tim? You after around, you found out. You probably would never tag that hard again. Whatever just happened, like he, hey, whatever's happened in the locker room, this is you two, you zero and two right now. You after around and found out. You gonna learn. You after around. Hey, bro, that's all I need. But who he definitely zero and two, bro? They said Yasmani Grandal slapped him up. Oh yeah, yeah. Say Yas slapped him up before he left because Tim was trying to call him out 
for not wanting to uh, go to All-Star game. And it's tough, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. It's so tough for me because I really do like Tim Anderson. I feel like everybody likes I really him. Well, like clearly his teammates, though. You said what? He was having, He had a horrible offseason. He's feeling himself too much, right? Thinking the man, he got all these little situations going on right now. Yeah. And, and then he walked into the room thinking he's like the savior of baseball for whatever reason. And uh, it, he after round and found out, like it, it ain't it ain't that sweet. And so, it, it, uh, yeah, it definitely, it definitely ended that way, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I, I literally sat there, I laughed for hours. At the, I called Steph on Facetime like an hour later, bro. I laughed so hard. Because it just was like, I was just there's no way, bro. There's no way you can drop the glove getting a full box. <laughs> you know how many times I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. You know how many fights? Confidence too, like bro, I got bro. Good. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I've never lost a fight. I'm not. <laughs> I've I been, before. I ain't I've lost. Know. I've lost <laughs> fights, right? Like I, I got in a fight with a dude that was he was U19 boxing champ. Nobody told that was me a this dumb fight, Pat. But I swear <laughs> That's up. a dumb hey, fight. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, no, wait. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. listen. It was hey, listen. at that moment that Pat realized. No, no. It, that's literally how it went. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is exactly what happened, right? Nobody told I ain't find out he's U19 until after he hit me with six body shots. But anyway. Okay, uh, that, that makes sense. All right. So, right, he was down. talking. He was jawing back and forth talking crazy. And I was like, dog, who you talking to? Like, you can't talk to me any kind of way. So like he, I I wasn't somebody that was like, oh you you ain't uh, you I'm gonna let you get the first punch, then I'm gonna finish it. No, nah, that's stupid. We both getting suspended. I'm gonna get the first punch and like I'm not gonna get beat up. So I thought. So right, I come, I hit buddy square in the mouth, foul. <laughs> and he looked at me. He said that was good. I said ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> hey kid, hey kid, hey kid. I said ah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? That actually, that actually poses a question, hey, bro. He hit me. He hit me, bro. He hit me with six body shots. That I, I thought I was getting jumped. Spicy. He hit me so fast, bro. Oh I don't even God. think he kept boxing. I think he only boxed as a kid, bro. He's not even. A, he might be like a bagger at Walmart now. Like he was cool people though, oh bro. He God. hit me six times so fast, and he hit, he was so respectful about it because he knew I didn't know he could box. He hit me all in the body. I'm on the ground dying. He like, all right, get up. <laughs> so I'm like I'm like what? Like I'm I'm good. I'm down here. He's like, come on, man, get up out of here. We out. We 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 hey, it's over with. So no hey, lie, I was in a. Hey, bro, I hit you dead in your mouth with everything I got, and you went. I <laughs> was good. So I had a thought? similar situation. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was like in uh, I was in third grade, right? Walking home from school. And so this kid, he he's pushing up on me. I'm like, what do you want? Leave me alone. And we're walking on the sidewalk. When, when was this? 1970. So in, in, story time. So <laughs> no, this is but this is funny. So third grade, he's this, this kid pushes me, right? Yeah. So I was like, leave me alone, I'm gonna knock you, I'm gonna knock you out. So I hit him and I I clocked him right in the eye. And I was like, it was one of those like, because we didn't really fight much, but I'm like, I got him. I left a, a, a dot on him. He run off crying. Now, fast forward to fifth grade. Oh, he went. Hey, hey. <laughs> and, and I took that personally. That's when we get here. Fifth grade. So he's like talking again, you know, and I'm like, okay, look. Oh, you thought it was still sweet? I'm he like, set you up? I was like, I knocked you out, then I knocked you out again. Knocked you out, then I'm so so now we're out. I said, I'll see you after school, three o'clock. My boy Kenzie out there, he he know his Mari Yates son, nights. <laughs> so we're out in the playground. I'm getting ready. All right, I, I square up with him. I said, here we go. So I was like, let's go. Wham! Again, I connected. He went, 
<laughs> I said, <laughs> I was running. My auntie was picking me up. I got to the car, scared the life out. I was like, open the car, open the car. <laughs> I gave him a straight right in the eye. I, mean, I got a right in the eye. <laughs> Mike, da- Mike Davidson said he went through a whole training montage in them two years. Hey, he hey. did. I know you thought about this. You thought about this. Hey, so technically, he did get his lick back, though. So, hey, he's, he's still, still he's still looking for Joel to this day. That's I don't the part know y'all that, don't know. He's still looking. Know he's watching this is. show right now like, yeah, I still want. It was like this little this white kid. <laughs> you know, it was like, why are you messing with me, man? Leave <laughs> but, me alone. But hey, I thought I thought that story was about to end with, and that man went on to become Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> 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 and Yoda went on to, uh, to become uh, Terrence Crawford. Bro, I don't know what happened to it. Like, I don't even think I really don't think hey. he boxed past that. He was it was one of the things you know, like boxing championships is regional. Oh uh, yeah. So sure. like you could be the champion in your area and not be the like the champion yeah. of the your dig or something like that, yeah. bro. I say all that to say right. Hey, listen, I tell that story. <laughs> hey, Jay Chris, he got to fight outside the hall. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hey, that's crazy, Jay Chris. That's crazy. Look, finding assemblies and <laughs> hey, <stuff>. right. <laughs> hey, I say all that to say this. Fam, I saw one of the best fights. I got I beat up. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I said that to say I got beat up. And I still never been knocked out in my life. Bro, like, I didn't get knocked out. Bro, the I fought is- a U19 boxing champion, and I didn't get knocked out. I got respectful. He probably could. I got dotted in the eye, and also with third grade. But other than that, I've won all my fights. But, but I, he, 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 I, I ain't gonna say though. I ain't never get knocked out. I got knocked. Well, it wasn't I knocked think, out. I got stomped. Out. That's a whole other thing. I got is, jumped. So I, I've never lost a one-on-one fight. No, see, knocked out is. I wish we had the never video. lost the Like Tim, Tim Anderson is. He was wobbly. Out. He had no legs. He's getting Tony Bradley, but only one of them had wobbly legs. Actually. Tony Bradley might also have wobbly legs, but that was just his natural leg. So it's not much you can do about that. That's wild. I mean, I I, I think the moral of the story is you got to pick your fights because the other day, I'm not going to lie. I'm not You got to know when to run. You got to know when to hold no, we're gonna have an honest moment. I feel like dude was taking L's, but I feel like no buddy walk away. I feel like dude was talking to you super calm. Who, me? Yeah, I feel like he was talking to you uh, super calm, man. and he just had to let you know, like I'm that guy, without letting you know I'm that guy. He <laughs> was he was talking calm, crazy though. Like it's see, way, see, see nah, I'm not doing but it's, that. But it's some. Nah, but it's you know it was it was like I ain't gonna say what he said, but it was it was about how he's what he said <laughs> yeah. to me basically, yeah. like you know. I can take what I want. You mean like it was? It was like disrespect as a man, as LeBron always say. Even though he say them same yeah. things on other players. Yeah, it now, was. Now, it, it was that situation. Now, 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 in Joe's case, I don't know what to tell you. He was just, he was just waiting on that. He 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 was just waiting on that. I went. I feel like he went back home, told his pops, and his pops was like, <laughs> that was two years from later. From this from this day forward, <laughs> we drank. No, Jay. You know what? I did lose hey, a particular fight. Know, I got, I got, I got snuck. I ain't gonna lie. I did lose a fight. I've been looking for buddy since. Oh God, if I see him right now, smoking the city, I don't care what nobody say. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. What it, he bro hit Joe with the uh, his pops, his uh, <laughs> dude pops hit hit him with the take your jacket off, put it on the floor, pick it back up. Take your jacket off, pick it on the floor, and pick it back up. We've been doing this forever. I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you, it's gonna pay off in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> two, he hit him with a Mr. Miyagi. Two, two years. Two years. Two years later, 
I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Me, me personally, cause the reason why I said that is because the other day, I like that we breaking down my fight. My my brother uh, sent me this clip of Brian Dawkins hey. walking out of the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was not nah, legit, legit. Hey. You know how, That's how he looked at you hey, after hey, you punched hey, him. Hey, for real, for real. I'm not gonna lie though. He sent me the clip and and Brian Dawkins like. You know how they be saying like KG be talking to himself before the game. Oh yeah, Brian yeah. Dawkins, I'm finna go. I'm finna. I'm finna hit. That. I'm like, there's no <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, some people you don't mess with. Bro. There's hey, no hey, way. I ain't, go, I ain't gonna mention Chris saying his hardest fight was against his older sister, but I understand. <laughs> hey, I, I, I understand. I feel that, like that's a lot of people though. It's like yo, it's always like your family that hit you the hardest. You gotta, to story, you gotta pick your fights. You gotta pick you your gotta fights. Pick your right. fight. and, and, and when these people is talking to you, watch the tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> Words of wisdom from Ringo. No, make sure they not U19 fighters. Hey, this I will say though, in 2023, no, you're right. Watch your tone because you don't know what must know no more. You know, back in the day. You could like see somebody and be like, oh, okay, he really like it was a rare chance that somebody just knew martial arts, bro. <laughs> now you talk crazy to us now, bro. They just they would you they don't even do it no more. It's like, oh, but I did UFC the first 13 years of my life. <laughs> now you just got seven knees to your face. <laughs> Real quick, you're like, wait a minute, how do we well, get it's an aggressive culture that's it's easier to get in and start kicking people? You know, it's, I boxing is definitely more of a skill. Uh, it's easy to just if you can grab somebody and arm bar them, you know. It's like that culture is like there's more people are ready to just go. There's no wrestle. real restraint to it. They want to yeah. wrestle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story is uh, keep your hands up on your chin and stop picking fights with Jose Ramirez unless you're going to win that. Hey, I gotta Support the teammates. I got to give Steph the comedy. Pick your fights wise. Hey, pick your fights no, wisely. That's comment of the day, bro. Fight, pick your fights wisely. You know what, though? No, no. Okay. The thing is, you should stand up. I mean, the thing is, look, someone got to lose, and he they they both stood tall. Someone going to lose. So at least, what, what did your mom tell you? You know, if you don't try to at least fight, and if you don't, if you lose, I'm going to kick your butt, right? That's how I grew up. Yeah, but social media didn't exist then where they could see your fight. That <laughs> yeah, you that fight lived forever. Yeah. You know. Now, I will say uh, this. It, I have – now, here's the other part, right? Like, I've gone into some fights knowing I'm going to lose this fight. Like, I got in a fight with a dude that, oh, like, he oh, was yeah, just talking – like, now, he was just talking reckless. And I was just like, I'm going to have to fight, dude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I'm going into some fights, like I'm probably not gonna win this. How am I gonna give myself? An hey, those be the ones that they, they respect least, you the most. Gotta... You said what? Those be the ones you get the most respect for, like especially if you own it. Hey, I probably lose yeah, this fight, no but fun. you ain't gonna keep talking to me like that. Hey, that's like, literally that's literally what I said. And we end up scraping. I got you know, I got whooped on a little bit on that one. He end up uh he end up uh uh playing professional sports though. <laughs> so I don't feel that's bad. Yeah, man. You're, you're he might still play, actually. I think he played nah, he played for the Arizona Cardinals. But uh but yeah, that man was, whooped uh, you and became a millionaire. I guess the soul, I guess the, the key to success is beat on Pat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the case. I'm about to start whipping my own team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, start beating myself up. Call it abuse, whatever. Uh, hey, man, I think that's enough for today, man. We'd have had a good <laughs> show, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love and enjoying with us, man. Training camp is back tomorrow. Uh, put the bell down. Put the bell down. <laughs> Training camp is back in session tomorrow, so we'll be breaking down what we see from that. Also, first practice for Yannick Ngakwe tomorrow, so make sure that you guys are tuned in with us over here.
uh, as we get to see what the big fella is going to look like here in a Bears jersey, man. Uh, with all that being said, appreciate you guys for showing love for Stefan Adon, the man formerly known as Ringo J, the super producer, Joel Holt, and the pettiest man alive, Mr. P-Kid. I'm your host, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. Peace. Pick your fights wisely. <laughs>